Ooh, it'll be Eli Apple. Like he oh, always he, everybody dog. wants a piece of him. Hey, Why does nobody? Hey, hey Eli <laughs> Apple, hey, plus, dog. Plus, Eli mother. Why Apple. does everybody want to fight him? Because like, yeah, tell us, he, please. Welcome to 100X. My name is Marco Hollywood Pomani, and I am here with the one and only Tony Sharp, who gets referred to as Adam. I found out today. <laughs> Never knew that. Yeah, and quit f- calling me Adam. And with the most tall, dark, and handsome man I've ever seen in my life, Bryce, <laughs> happy to have you. I know it's cold in Chicago for you. Just shows me how sensitive and, and gentle you are. Hey, we're in the Midwest right now. I'm having a great time. I'm with the two most energetic guys that I know out there. We're going to have a fun, fun time today. Oh, we're going to be golfing tomorrow. It's going to be <laughs> a lot of fun. It, it is going to be fun. I, I don't even like golf, but I'm going to show I'm going to show them how much I love it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> guys, today is going to be real simple. We're going to be talking about NFL futures. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff, even the Jake Paul fight. But before we do, Anthony, I need you to give me a little bit of an intro. Listen, you need to comment, subscribe, leave a five-star review. This is an absolutely special episode. We got Brycey Blue Eyes in the building. This motherfucker was running routes for the goddamn Cowboys. Show him some love. Like, subscribe, five-star review. Don't forget, cousin, take us through this weekend. We were in Dallas. Yep. Uh, we went Jake Paul, little Jake Paul action. Jake Paul fight. We went to a Texas Rangers game. They beat the hell out of the Marlins. What's <laughs> yeah. funny is a couple of the Marlins uh, staff happens to be part of the better staff, and yeah. they they watch their team get slapped around in, in Arlington. <laughs> uh, we went to dinner at some beautiful steakhouse called Dakotas. Talking about Saturday? Saturday? No, oh. this was Friday. Okay. Or Thursday. Yeah, I think that was the name of it. Thursday. It was called Dakota. I think you're right about that. The guy wasn't going to let me in until he saw the RM. That's all I'm going to tell you, okay? Because <laughs> they were they were judging me hard with the young LA on. I'm just going to say that up front. <laughs> the guy showed up in shorts and a tee. The guy said, listen, mm. sir, let me see that wrist, wrist piece. Yeah. And then he said, all right, I'm going to need you to remove that baseball cap. And come on in, buddy. Come on in. Just fine. You order yourself a $95 Wagyu and get the fuck out of here. The Richard. Richard, my love. Richard. Richard. Jake Paul, uh, we're going to talk about the Jake Paul fight real quick. Um, People are asking me, how much did you win, Marco? I actually lost a little juice. To be up front. 35 beans. I lost 35,000 in juice, but I'm not mad because my guy got the win. Oh, the knockout. Yeah. Looking back, though. What a dumb move for me not to take decision three plus three hundred by Jake Paul. Well, Ooh, here's it was the plus thing: three? it was plus three hundred. You know oh. he's facing a guy who has absolutely brains of fucking steel. So you got to assume he's going to go the whole fight. But hey, to your bet, he looked like he could have also been knocked out in the first round. I think one of the funniest stories about Nate Diaz was his team asking me for a bottle of water that I had in my hand. So oh, we're yeah. they were we're, looking for that free bottle of water. We're at the W. In Dallas, <laughs> it's right across the street from American Airlines Arena. His team's walking by. He goes, "I want to come. I want to come. I want to." And and his team's like, oh. "Hey, bro, that water looks cool yeah. over there." And I was like, "That was weird." And then his team comes <laughs> back, goes, "Can we borrow that water? What are you going to do? Give it back to you me? Give it back?" So <laughs> it was funny because how is that guy just going to accept a bottle of water from a random guy in a hotel lobby? Would you accept a random bottle of water? Especially no, especially if I have a fight the next night. Yeah, exactly. That's team. I DS mean, do we know? Do we know about the flu game? The do we know about what happened with the flu game? Exactly. Dirty pizza. Come on, That's man. what I did to you tonight, so I can beat you in golf tomorrow. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you think Jake Paul's a real boxer, Bryce? No, he is a real boxer. He's obviously going out there and fighting in the square. Um, he's, he's selling out the crowd. 
Uh, obviously, he started boxing a couple years ago, three years ago, four years ago. So, yep. yeah, of course, being an ex-athlete, pro-athlete like myself, I'm sure there's some things that other pro boxers might say, like, mm. hey, he doesn't have these fundamentals. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. He's still green, though. But he's super green. So yeah. that's what I was about to say. Like, if he was a football guy, like, I would consider him a rookie. Right? I would love to see people's eighth fight, because this was his eighth or ninth fight. Yeah. I would love to see who these guys talking shit their eighth or ninth fight was against. But that is the best point of this entire argument i do this every week i argue with these fucking people here's the bottom line because he would when you're in boxing when you're seven and oh six and one five and whatever it may be when you have eight seven six fights under your belt you're fighting that fucking Chuck E. cheese down the road against some guy that nobody's ever heard of and right. nobody's it, coming to watch right so you're not going to tell me that these guys who started their career, hey, 7-0, and oh, who did you fight in your seventh fight? I right. bet you the guy you fought was not the caliber of Nathaniel Diaz. No fucking shot. Absolutely right. not. I totally agree. Absolutely That's something shot. that I'm saying a lot. Um, I don't. Re you don't remember who Canelo fought in his first 10 fights. You don't Hell remember. No. You don't remember who Floyd fought in his first 10 or 15 fights. It's not really until you get to 20 fights when you're it gets serious. actually fighting like guys, you know, big fights, belts, whatever. So I want to tell you guys this. This Let's is interesting, it. and I seen this today. Talk to me. So in Gervonta Davis's eighth fight, he fought a four round fight. In Terrence mm. Crawford's eighth fight, he fought a four-round fight. Mm. Canelo Alvarez could be one of the greatest pound-for-pound -pound fighters out Ever. there. Six rounds in his eighth pro fight. Mayweather, six rounds. Anthony Joshua, eight rounds. You know who the only guy who fought <laughs> 10 rounds who? in his eighth pro fight is? Who? Tyson Fury, cousin. Wow. To me, the best boxer in the world. So, yeah. With I that, don't disagree. With that being said, with going back to this Nate fight, do you think that Jake dominated the fight? Yeah, I, I think he. I, don't, I think he did good, but I don't think he dominated. It. I think he dominated, and the reason I say that in the world of boxing, when 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 it comes to decision, and you don't even have to pay attention who the winner is because it's that. clear cut and you know. That's a really dominating performance. The knockdown made me feel more confident about yeah. that, though. I'm going to be contrary to both of you. I don't feel like he dominated the fight, and this is the only reason why I say this. That's why I said when it. You watch, when you watch boxing, there's a, there's a level of posture that you have to take into account, right? And obviously, we saw Jake's posture in the first round. He came out slugging, and he was firing, firing. Nate, right? On all cylinders. But then I felt like the rest of the fight, and I can't say, I don't know why, I don't... We're not professional judges, but no, I thought it was 2-2 two -two at one point. The one thing I did notice, though, is I did not see Jake Paul take any significant blows. I no, didn't see no. him get hit one time to where no. I was like, oh, oh shit, shit, he got tagged right there. No. Whereas, like, Nate Diaz got tagged up in the first, like you mentioned, and then a couple times throughout. No, but what I will say, what I know about boxing, because I, I, I work a little bit. I'm not a pro, but I do boxing train. I do spar with some amateur guys. What I do know is those light punches that are coming at high volume, they do end up taking a they toll. Add up. They add up. And my thing is, I was a little nervous going into the decision just because I know at a lot of those rounds, Nate was throwing flurries at the end. He was landing. They weren't heavy. Yeah, I know. But they were landing. And then I personally, I just was kind of nervous about why he was backing up. Majority of you know, the fight. You know, it is funny, and I and, and, and truthfully, I watched it again yeah. in a clip. At the same time that one of his dudes started striking through the the whole fucking ringside, yeah. 
is when Nate started like backing him up into the left corner with the I last like 35 seconds mm-hmm. left. I don't know if he was distracted. I don't know if he's seen his brother and his dad getting in a physical altercation. I thought that so, would kind of fuck me up though. If I was in the ring and I seen some guy trying to swing on my dad. You know right. Yeah, I mean? no, absolutely. I guess here's the next question though. Do you think that you'll see Jake in the octagon with, with Nate? Yes. Do you think he's going to get his ass beat? It's different. I know that <sighs> just like it's different for those guys to go there. It, I, I don't know. I, I like when a guy could throw kicks and choke people. I like fucked up. I bro. really like Jake. <laughs> I don't want to see him go in the octagon with Nate, the psychopath. He is. Yeah. Not only is he crazy, so are his fans. <laughs> I had twenty-seven people try and fight me at the fight. And the weigh-in. I got. Bro, four, they were got, all trying to fight. I got four hundred thousand on this. Five hundred thousand. I don't want to fight. I just want to sweat the bat. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> hey, here's us. We're not fighting tonight. They're fighting tonight. But you know what's funny? All you got to do with Nate Diaz fans is hand them a hundred dollar bill. It's the most they'll see in their life, and they just go. <laughs> and they go. Here's a hundred run. Here's a hundred run. I'm sorry, that was too far. Hey, um, I got a question for both of you. Let's hear it. Who do you want to see him fight in his next fight? People are like, oh, I want to see him do a boxer, but then other people are like, I don't care. I want him to keep fighting prize I want, fights. Like I want this. him to go back and beat Tommy Fury. I was just about to say, I would love to see him fight Tommy. Because I believe with he his was condi- in shape this time. His conditioning now, where he's at now, he's gonna beat the shit out of Tommy Fury. Last fight, bad breakup, a lot of shit going on. Not he was sick during his training. I don't think it was fair at all overseas. Okay, I just don't. Yep. Yeah, it's it, that that uh, that trek alone is is it's got to take toll on the body. It's got to put you in a position you don't want to be in. That's like seventeen hours. Right, and his boys could we could we couldn't make it. Nobody out could go. I want to see him beat the shit out of McGregor though. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. Would be fun because that is promotional value that I really think could produce. And this is a bold statement, but I think that, I that have, promotional value, I have confidence when I say it will be a top three biggest fight in the history of boxing. I'll have no choice but to have Jake's back. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm all in on Jake. He's my guy. I love him, especially after the Netflix. If you haven't watched it, if you hate Jake Paul and you watch that Netflix and you still hate him, you're just a hater. Um, bleep that out for the cutout. But all I'm going to say is... He hit hard with... Dude. All I'm, I'm going to say is, is, is Conor McGregor is possibly even a better entertainer than Jake. That's what I'm saying. So for him to get in the ring and like them go back and forth, the thing is, is like I got to talk shit to, to Conor McGregor. You have to. I, I spent, I've won so much money on him. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to go against him. Connor, I don't know if you're going to fight Jake, but I'm going to talk shit. Who the fuck is this guy? Don't beat me up. I'm going to talk shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would $10 million be enough for you to get in the octagon with Jake Paul? Yeah, I'd get in the fucking octagon with Jake Paul. For $10 million? For $10 million? million? Like us? You wake up a rich man, cousin. $10 million, I'll put a Speedo on, too, (laughs) cousin. I don't want to get kicked in the shin, though. I'll tell you that much. Uh, um, we're going to go back to a little bit of uh, White Sox talk. We had a little little FaceTime. Did you guys see Jose Ramirez Beat the hell out of Tim Anderson. Step, it was a step back. Fucking caught him with a shot he never saw coming. A Put overhand, him down. Was it an overhand? It was just was like, it a, overhand, it was like, it was like was a. Was it a hook? It was like a, I think it was a. Mir- <laughs> I think it was a miracle connect that knocked him down. It was. Oh, it was like a step back. <laughs> That's it what was it was like, though. It was like a step back, quick jab, and That's it kind of just clipped him in the chin, and it struck him off guard. Yeah, that's what it was. I, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing him get dropped, honestly. I think he's know, going to be out of Chicago anyway. You know, Timmy had to be carried off the field. He was wobbly. He was wobbly. Can Jake fight Jose? I don't know if I want to see that. Oh, J- poor Jose. He get his head split open in seconds. Let's make it happen. I seen him throw a fight. Well, I mean, he's going to be him. suspended, I'm sure. Um, the, he, I think you, the, worst part, right? the worst part about this fight for Tim 
He got suspended for six games, and Jose Ramirez connected the punch and got suspended for three. Well, they must know um, there's a little bit of context. <laughs> there's behind a those little two bit guys. of instigating there's going on. There's a little on. bit of action going on between those guys. Literally. Um, all right, I'm, Anthony, you take over the next uh, segment. I feel like you're best with this type of situation. Okay, Cuzzy. So basically, uh, my man here, USC, Oakland Raiders, Dallas Cowboys. Yep. A lot of love for Dallas. We appreciate you bringing uh, uh, who we feel is now a great friend of ours into the 100X family, yep. Des Bryant, uh, along for the moment this past weekend. What is your favorite Des Bryant moment? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you could see... Oh, man. Okay, so shout out to my guy, DB. Um, it was, I hadn't seen him in a while. I saw him this weekend, and it was almost like we've been seeing each other every week since we've been done playing with each other in 2017. Um, man, there's a lot of moments. Like, so, obviously, uh, I guess my time in Dallas kind of ended. His time in Dallas ended. Uh, everybody kind of thought I was talking shit about him on, uh, excuse my language, talking trash about him. Um, on Skip Bayless's show, right? So everybody felt like there was like animosity there between me and him. Uh-huh. Never been that way. We've That's always had a we've always had like a good relationship. Um, talked a lot of trash. Didn't get into any fist fights, but we got into a lot of verbal fights. Um, I would say, without going in too far of a detail, he made one of our coaches cry in a meeting one time because he was going in on dude. and it He was, was going in on the coach. He was going in on a coach. He made a coach cry? He was going in on a coach <laughs> like what, very hard. What position hard. coach did made cry? He was going very hard on a coach that was very close <laughs> to our room. And, uh, and it was one of those moments where it was like, Oh, shit. I, I've seen it all. Now, mind you, I've seen a lot of things. But that was the one where I was like, oh, my God. Like, Was it like... Was it verbally like, like, uh, like talking down to him, or was it like, "Yo, I'm the receiver. Like, you're gonna listen to me because I fucking." It was more like it was a lot going on that season. A lot of emotions were high, and it was a big buildup of things. Um, this I, wasn't the season the the Cowboys almost made the playoffs as like a five win team, was it? No, twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. After the desk catching. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. This is after that. This okay. is after that. So like, <laughs> we weren't. Really- I've been a, I want you to know. I've been a Cowboy fan. My whole life. Oh, you're a Cowboys fan. Same here. So, like 100%. Like Bears, Cowboys, those are the two teams I root for. Okay. It's no secret. Like, okay. literally. It's legit. Oh, that's what's up. I didn't, I didn't know that. I learned something. Yes. Today. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, so, <laughs> dude, I mean, as you can see at the fight, you know, Dez also is a guy that doesn't really show up on time. No. And so there's been plenty of moments where things happen People try to call him out, and he what lets the them fuck know. you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> dog, yeah, <laughs> punk ass bitch. Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, we I could go on for days, man. Like, and I could tell you five stories right now, and then remember five more stories. Oh, after, for sure, you, know you got so many. Um, but no, we had some great times though. It, it was a great plan um, with Dallas and Des. Speaking of animosity in a locker room or drama going on, mm. we're gonna talk about something that's been kind of making its rounds on social media. Dak Prescott says he's going to throw less than 10 interceptions this year, and he's saying it with confidence and conviction. Do you believe him? Um, 
You know what? I've been fighting for this dude. Like, this is my guy. Dak's my guy. Look at me. Dak's my guy. You and I both, Bill. Dak's my guy. I think he's a great and player. dude, like, I get dudes that be texting me all the time with, like, practice clips of him throwing the interception. Yeah, like, they've been. But one, one of them, but one show. of them hit, him, hit his guys in that. The ones that one of the most viral hit his guy in both hands. Yeah, right, him. right. So, like, you have to, like, for me, it's like, you have to understand when he first got in the league, what kind of offense we ran? I was there, mm-hmm. right? To the offense that he ran under Kellen Moore, and then the receivers that he had. Let's just say last year. When I what I mean by receivers is like a young star who's CD Lamb. Yep, who's going to kind of do his own thing. He came from an Oklahoma offense where like those dudes are just probably yeah, just, just air raid, running all over up. the place. Just run downfield and get and, open and throw your hand up, and Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield is going to hit you in right. stride, right? right. They don't run like they don't run that type of offense. And me knowing the offense that Kellen runs, there's a lot of times I'm watching games and I'm watching a dude run around and like, I see oh, Dak, fuck. I see Dak fire it, and the dude does something he's not supposed to do, and then I'm like, it's a pick, and everybody's like, oh, Dak's throwing picks. I'm yeah, like, that was not on him, but I can't explain it to. I don't want to say a regular casual. people, no, casual. but I can't explain it to just a casual fan. Like, it's just like you're not gonna understand. I'm not gonna waste my time. Now let I, me ask you this though. My thing was, and I talked to Marco about this, don't you feel as though knowing how much pressure is typically on Dak mm-hmm. as the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys year in and year out, mm-hmm. don't you feel he almost kind of applied pressure on himself by even making this type of statement? Like, hey, I'm not going to come out and throw 10, I'm not going to throw more than 10 picks. No, year. you know why I don't? You know why I don't? It's because like we all, as individual players, we have goals that we want to attain. Right. And with those things, you hear players say, say it all the time. Like I'm manifesting things. I'm speaking it into existence. Right. Yep. Like some of these bets that we throw out here, we speak those things into existence. So it's that's what he's doing. I like, love confidence. I'm not against him saying it. I'm not against it at all. I have always been for deck. My thing is when you make that statement, though, people are going to be looking and it's, you better it's go Cowboys. out there. People so are you fucking already a. videotaping practice. Yeah, I you mean, got Stephen A. You got all these people that if he throws a pick, it's going to be like, here we go again. They here want we go you again. to suck. Yeah. Now, the only thing that we have to focus on, the uh, only thing that he needs to focus on is like his mind can't go there. I believe with Schott, uh, Schottenheimer, right? That's who they got as their offensive coordinator. They're going to be running the ball more. We're going to go back to the 2016. Well, so we that all- was Moore's biggest problem, and I'm not going to talk bad about your coach, but for me personally, the backfield, the last five years, you got to run the ball. You cannot have Dak throw the ball 45 well, the times a game. The team is built to run the ball. The Cowboys' Correct. biggest problem was not giving the ball to Tony Pollard more last year. Yeah. The, 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 the team is built to run the football, yeah. right? Like, also, what are your feelings on this? I, I know that you have some friends on this team, so I'm not trying okay. to ruffle feathers. That's fine. But if, if a guy runs downfield for 60 yards out of the 80-yard drive, and then they're at the one-yard line, and then they're like, hey, uh, Tony, go, take, go get some water. <laughs> hey, Pudgy, come on in and get the one-yard <laughs> touchdown. How does that make you feel? I mean, as a player, you you never want to, you know, like, for instance, say you're a receiver and you catch a bomb and you get tackled on the one. Like, you want that next play to be a fade to you. Fuck but you yeah. know it ain't. It's like, it's not, it, depending on the team you play for. Like, depending on the team. Like, if you're on, like, an A. Rodgers team, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. You're getting, play, fucking ball. you're getting the ball. You're getting that like, back shoulder it, you're special. Gonna get, it's going to be a run-pass option and the pass is coming. But some teams, you're going to run the ball. Like, when I was playing for Dallas – Especially when Dak took over, we weren't throwing fades anymore. If you look at Tony Romo, Des Bryant's career, like oh, it's, fade, it's fade, like fade. fifty fades that they probably connected on. Like it was magical. But most teams they want to hand that ball off. So I, I mean, I understand that as a player, 
you know, like you kind of come up with well, the thing to yourself. Don't let nobody tackle you, right? Like Tony uh, Pollard got just screwed all the time. Yeah, because you you have another guy. You got Zeke Elliott, who's kind of like the guy. He's kind of like the cash cow that they were trying to move away from. See, but that's I become a like normal they moved football away from thing. Him, but they did a little bit. Has it not become a normal they, you football thing? You don't think they should have moved away from him? I just feel like this is the problem about running backs, and I'm not a running back. I love running backs. I know what they mean to the passing game. Mm-hmm. I feel like when great. you're a running back and you ball out, they just say, oh, you're worn down. Like, mm. if you come out the next year, like, after, like, a 300-carry season, 1,400-yard season, 15-plus touchdowns, or, like, pat rushing and receiving, dude, they're going to say, oh, he's 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 tired. He's 27. <laughs> he's tired. Yeah. He's not lowering his shoulder on the sideline anymore. He's not the same guy. It's almost like, bro, like, if you ball out as a running back at this point, like, at this point of the game, how the game is now is where it's more on the outside. Like, you're almost, like, hurting yourself. The, yeah. And that's why I've told him a million times. Yeah. They, that's why these organizations who win, they just cycle these. That's all half, they do. Their they, running backs are diamond dozen average now. dudes off. Yeah. Boom. Running backs are a diamond dozen now. It used to be receivers. Now the receivers are the cash cows. They're the guys that are making 25 plus million dollars a year. Between you and I, there's something to be said about a guy that can catch a ball over everybody else. That's 100%. I, trust me. I get it. You were that guy. <laughs> I was one of those guys. You were that guy. I was one of those guys. I could do it a little bit. We're going to do something fun. It's called The Minute of Truth. It's three questions in 20 seconds, rapid fire. Oh, shoot. Um, we're going to do this for you. I, I I feel like this is you're the best person to do this with. Are you ready? Hold on, hold on. I'm not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who did I play for? Who did I play for? Who did I play for? I played for the Raiders. I played for the uh, Cowboys. And I played for the Dolphins. Overrated, overrated. All right. This has just got to come from the gut. You can't think about it. Yeah, we're rapid fire here. Who is or was the most overrated player you played with? No, you got to say it with conviction. Bryce, who was the most overrated player you ever played with? Matt Castle. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> I can't, hold on, give me more time, give me more time. No, uh, yeah. You said 20 seconds, right? Matt Castle, that's fine. <laughs> Matt Castle, what's, what is? what's the biggest secret no one knows about the NFL? Um, I feel like it's hiding in plain sight. None of the owners really care about their players much. It's terrifying, but true. If you could punch one NFL player, current or former, in the face, who would it be and why? Ooh, it'll be Eli Apple. Like he oh, always shit. He, everybody dog. wants a piece of hey, him. Why does nobody? Hey, hey Eli <laughs> Apple, hey, plus, dog. plus Eli motherfucking. Why Apple. does everybody want to fight him? Because like, yeah, tell us, he, please. I didn't play with him, but I would say Eli Apple is super overrated. Like this dude was a first round draft pick. Oh okay? yeah. Now mind you, look, I'm looking dead in the camera. Like I didn't have a crazy great career, right? So like I'm not out here acting like I'm Je- Justin Jefferson. I'm not. But Eli Apple, dude. This dude gets walks torched. around like he's prime. He gets torched all the and time. And he gets torched he gets all the time. time. And I hate, like, and DBs Remember have to be. Remember during the oh, I feel like DBs was are the he hardest. Beat up? I feel like playing corner is, like, the hardest position in the NFL. So I understand it. But, like, I definitely hate a guy that has no accountability and where his game is. Yeah. And if you're getting torched and a quarterback throws the ball out of bounds and you're, like, doing this. <laughs> 
They all do that. Like you like did, did some something. shit. You are garbage. I don't like it. And then you can see it. Like everybody, nobody likes him. No, I know. Where's that. he playing at this year? I don't know. Remember in New Orleans because he played he's on New Orleans again. He. I mean, I'm like he can play the game, but he's just not as good as like you know. What People I'm saying? think he is. You feel what I'm saying? Oh no, I feel every bit of what uh, you just overrated. Put down. Overrated. Overrated. Oh shit, he's on the Dolphins yeah, this year. He's on the Dolphins, and he's getting absolutely torched, buddy. <laughs> I'm watching the practices. He's I don't think it's hilarious. He can't keep up with these young guys. No. Four, he might get four threes. He might get shit on in that fucking division. Honestly, there's some flamethrowers in that division, bro. You know that. You know that Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers Stephon are going to be absolutely gunning for him. Bro. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, um, exactly. They got dogs up there. I don't, bro. Honestly, I don't know who I could say that's overrated. No, you I mean, did. You already told I mean, us. You're good. Let's, let's, let's let me let me tell you because when I played in Dallas. The guys I played with were dogs. Like Jason Witten was a dog. Oh God! Right? Oh my like God! Tony what a Romo, class act Tony he is Romo too. was a freaking dog. You know Tony Romo is still to this day. Brett Favre, Tony Romo, two yeah, of my favorite. Tony Romo was a dog. Des Bryant was a All dog. Hurt. Um, Cole Beasley was a dog. Then you go to Miami. Cole I wasn't Beasley there. Was I wasn't dog. there like super long, but like Cole nobody Beasley's was on that size. team. He's nasty. He's shorter than you. And he was catching. He's a little he's bit quick, more. Bro. He's a little bit more athletic than you, though. Oh, he better be. <laughs> like he. You want to know what's funny though? He can dunk the basketball. Look at me. He's an insane okay, athlete. On Sundays, you know when there's casuals watching football. This would be me. I told you, short, short little white guys can do it, guys. See that? <laughs> short little white guys. You can do that? He's a, yeah, that's like, hard, like little, little Wes Welker when he was out there. I'm like, yeah. I can do that. I can catch passes and get popped over the middle. He made a beautiful living, though. I wonder where Wes Welker's at now. Is he breathing? Uh, he was coaching. The last time I knew he was coaching really? the Dolphins. The, he the receivers? Yeah, he was like one of the receiver coaches. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, we're going to do something fun now. We're going to build a wide receiver, better picks, NFL futures lineup. Oh, it's yeah. real simple. You're going to select four plays from the below and decide more or less, more or less than, um, and then we're going to re- recap this four selection lineup. Um, I'm going to do mine just shooting from the hip because that's what I do. I'm going to take... DK Metcalf, less than 74 and a half receptions. I'm going to take Devonta Adams over receiving touchdowns, seven and a half. I'm going to take Stefan Diggs over 96 and a half receptions. And I'm going to take CD Lamb over 1,125 and a half yards. All right, I'm going. All right. I'm going right now. Go ahead, Cuzzo. Okay, so this is going to be a tough one, but I'm going to go with my dog, DeAndre Hopkins. <clears throat> He's going to have over four and a half touchdowns at the, uh, at the Titans this year. Feels like um, a trap. I already told you the other day that I'm going D. Adams. Like, he's just a walking touchdown. So he's over seven and a half. I'm I have to you. go there. I'm with you. I'm going to go A.J. Brown over 75 catches. Wow. That's a lot of catches for that. Yes. Yes. He had like 88, I think, last year. So I think he can do it again. And I'm going to go, let's, let's do something else. I'm going to go, I'm going to go my boy from USC, my Trojan fella. I'm going to go uh, St. Brown. I'm going to have him go over five and a half receiving touchdowns as well. They say the best receivers come out of places like USC. Come on, man. Is that true? Come on, man. Okay, Cuzzo. What is this, four picks now? Four, four picks. picks. Okay, I'm going to give you my first one. Uh, I know that the league is going to be on to him this year. I think he's that nasty. I'm taking Justin Jefferson over 1,400 yards because 
He's he fucking, does that again. He's, he's just a monster. Bro, he is bro, that good. Though. He can yeah. do it again. I believe, I believe that. I am then going to take uh, Chris Olave, actually, 75 and a half receptions. I'm going to take the over on that. Um, I love Olave. I, so do I, and I think Derek Carr is going to use the shit out of him. I didn't see him on the him. sheet. You must oh, have so him. he looked down here. Oh, okay. that, that was convenient. Um, I didn't know we could do that in this, but I'm like that. Good well, what job. the fuck? Oh, I'm looking at these. What's the difference? That's fine. No, you cheated, but that's fine. I oh, actually I, love I cheated. Olave. Actually, I read. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't read. It's okay. fair. Sorry. I'm going to take Kelvin Ridley. We're just good looking. Sorry. You ready for Kelvin Ridley to have 900 yards this year? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. he's about to go the fuck off with T Law throwing him the rock. Hey, just hey. listen here. Gambler's mentality, baby. I'm going to come back. I'm going to give you my fact. last one. You ready? I don't even know what the number is. It's not even on the sheet, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tell you right now take the over in yardage. For Zay Flowers from the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. He's about to be with Odell, nasty. yeah, yeah, yeah. With he's Odell gonna be nasty. There. Yeah, he's gonna ball. He's gonna go the fuck off. Lamar Jackson is going to get him the ball. He's going to go off. Take his over Marco, yards. Have you seen Zay Flowers play at Boston College? I have. He is a baller. Bro, so what people <laughs> okay. don't know is I can't he wait is to watch him play. When you play there and you're a baller, it's very bizarre. Yeah. I don't think people understand. Certain offenses or certain schools don't produce people like, like this. That. Like it just it's not how it works. They yeah. go somewhere else. Hey, you want to hear a fun fact? It's going to be fun to see. Talk to me. I spent two semesters in the master program over at BC. Got an A in both of them and dropped out. So shout out to Zay Flowers. I hope he goes off. Yeah, He's, Zay, we're Zay part Flowers of the, is, we're part of the same uh, Golden Eagle. Zay Flowers is one of those kids I remember from Florida when that out. just yeah, make yeah. it happen. Part of the old, part of the Golden Eagles, him and I. Yeah, Golden Eagle, Golden Eagle family, Golden Eagles fly. Hey, Anthony, it's time for us to do a. We're gonna scratch the bottom part today uh, because the show's running a little bit long, and I'm gonna be honest, we got Chinese waiting, so I want to get the hell out of here. Okay. Um, I need you to do a better picks. Uh, breakdown. I need you to give us. Uh, I'll tell you energy. what, cousin. I just have to tell you that we have seen the early numbers on better picks, and Madon, do they look fucking beautiful? You guys have been killing it out there. We love you to death. Keep sending your winning slips to us. By the way, we want to see every one of those winning slips, and we cannot wait to celebrate with more of you as the NFL season goes on. Logan, welcome to 100X. I want to say, first off, congratulations. This is a hitting 100X play on the app. What an incredible feat. I think you were number one. So you oh, were really? number one of 76, brother. That's why you're here tonight. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Won the first of 76 on Better Picks. Oh, wow. Um, so kind of take us through uh, yeah. your logic on this thing. How did you build it? And this is Bryce, by the way. He's our guest tonight. What's up, man? What's, What's going on, Bryce? Congratulations. Yeah, no, of course. I appreciate it. And, you know, I hate to say this, Marco, because I understand it's your team and I know you love them, but the White Sox are poverty. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. So, like, for example, right now they're playing the Yankees. Yeah. I think they're in the sixth inning and they have two hits. And right now I would be on pace uh, with what I hit with you all. Uh, just just to go through it, I had Elvis. All these are under uh, hits, runs, and RBIs. Okay. I had Elvis, I had Elvis Andrus uh, under one and a half. Got it. Uh, Zavala for the White Sox, yep. Sebi Savala under, Andrew Vaughn under, um, Tim Anderson, <laughs> poor guy, uh, under, <laughs> uh, Andrew Benintendi under, and Eloy Jimenez uh, under. Wow. Hits, runs, and RBI. So, so you just I, absolutely faded the shit out of the White Sox. So the way that – did they – 
this is, I feel like I'm getting trolled right now. I love that you hit it. I mean, at the end of the day, the White Sox are poverty. The team needs to get sold. They need to be moved to a different state or into the suburbs of Chicago. I think that'd be the best bet for them. Um, but okay, so you faded the White Sox. Are you going to try and do this again? Maybe a White Sox yeah. fade? Yeah, yeah, of course. I, that, that's what I like to do. Um, this isn't a paid promotion either. Better picks, it's really good. It's not like Marco paid me to come on or say anything. It's really a good app. It's better than prize picks. I seriously got my money. Literally, I, uh, once I withdrawed it, I had it within four hours. I mean, I understand. Wow. Yeah, I understand it does say 48 to 72 hours or whatever. But I got my money immediately. It's legit. It's real. The 100x payout is is a real thing, and it's the best payout better than any app that I've ever used. So, so were, I love it. Were you using prize picks before? Yeah, yeah, I was using Prize Picks before, Cause, correct? Because yeah. Prize Picks has been in Las Vegas, in Nevada, for a while now, right? Yes, yeah, it has. So, so you know, when you saw the opportunity of hundred X payouts, were you like, "I gotta try it"? Like, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it honestly, it reels you in, but the fact that I that you really are able to hit it and it's a real payout and it it it's real. I, I don't know. I, it's. It's awesome. I love it. So what, what I was getting at is whenever I withdrawed my money, uh -huh. um, I, you all gave a free $10. I think it's to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So I just bet that free $10 to oh win a thousand. Oh that's all. <laughs> and you hit it. That's fantastic. That's, I did. That's, there's no I other did. way to do it, brother. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, how long have you been in Las Vegas? I've been here for four years. I'm current, uh, I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Um, so that's where I come from. So I've been out here in Las Vegas for four years. Love it there. Going to stay there. Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Uh, you know, I travel back and forth from Louisville, Kentucky, because that's where my family is. But that's uh, back and forth between the two a lot. You're tired of the humidity. <laughs> yeah, in Kentucky, it's it's honestly hotter in Kentucky than Las Vegas, believe it or not. Whoa! Wow. I don't know. It's yeah. I know it sounds Hot crazy because I know. Well, we, we were in Dallas over the weekend. It was like 115 degrees. It made me just feel like I was in a sauna. It was 99 at night with no sun. And I've been telling, and I, I told 600 people that when I came to Chicago. It yeah. was hot. Like, I'm telling you, it, feels, it's, it was 75 tonight, and we were a little cold outside. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so what's, <laughs> This we, guy was cold. So the question is, is, have you redeposited and fired anything else since? No, I have. So I have money currently sitting in there, but I have not fired because I, you know, You're not a, to say I've been waiting on you all night, but I've been waiting. Well, I can't fire like you yet, unfortunately. But <laughs> Don't worry. You, I eventually... You, I eventually, hopefully, you will. You keep playing better picks. You'll be firing like me in no time. <laughs> oh, man. I want to say thanks for coming on. Um, you were absolutely fantastic. I have you in my uh, primary inbox now. Feel free to message me anytime. I'll see it. Um, I'm sorry I didn't respond to you sooner. That was. I'm so glad that I saw it when oh, no. I saw it. No, you're okay. I appreciate you responding and getting me on the show. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I love everything you're doing. I'm a fan of you. I'm rooting for you till the very end. And that means so much to me. Thank you. Um, we look forward to hearing from you again. Logan, you're the man. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks, Have a good night. Man. Appreciate it. Bye. Guys, if you're not playing on better picks right now, you are messing up. The algorithm is going to have to adjust. We're giving away too much money. These <laughs> plays are too easy. If you're not paying attention, that's on you. If you're not making money, that's on you. Get on better picks app right now. With that being said, Bryce, anything left to leave him? I'm done what? playing. Shots fired. Take what? the under on Bryce Butler. Okay, because he's done. Shots fired. For all those people out there that might think I'm coming back to play, they say, you look good still. I don't.
I'm not playing football anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, ladies. You, you should have saw him shooting a basketball earlier. He's not in shape to come back to the NFL. <laughs> I am not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching today. We appreciate you. We love you. Bet responsibly. Because at the end of the day, this is entertainment. Yep. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. We love you, and we'll see you later. Yes, sir. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.